What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko, and I'm with my host that is not Christian Vaughn, but is the new and improved host, and his name is Derek Burton. Oh What's up, Oh, my God. Derek? Hey, how you doing, Josh? Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Chris uh, got the invite tonight to come record, and uh, he texted us about 30 minutes ago and said, Sorry, guys, I uh, didn't have my phone on me the entire weekend, He's apparently. just disconnecting from electronics, I think, is yeah. what it sounds like. Yeah, that's not a bad no. thing. So, um, it's it's not a bad thing that Chris isn't here, so we get a little break from him. Yeah. Our audience, I know they can't stand him. Oh, so. he's, and he stinks to high heaven. <laughs> yeah. God. We don't have to talk about you know gay fly fishing for once <laughs> we got two real fishermen in the house <laughs> that's right man conventional all the way chris we love you um absolutely so we just got done with a little intense adventure we dude that was pretty dumb to, to be but it was worth it totally worth it i mean dumb it's only dumb if you get like her or something happens. And nothing, absolutely. nothing bad happens. You're right. So, you You're know? right. Nothing bad happened. Only good happened. Yeah. So what what happened was, I had texted Derek and Chris earlier tonight, and uh, Derek um, had said, "Hey man, why don't I come over a little earlier and we'll go uh, fishing for a little bit? There's a pond right down the street from my house that's like stacked with four pound largemouth, and." You can go in there and just, you know, kill them. It's not that easy all the time. But anyways, about, you know, an hour before Derek's supposed to get here, I see the storms rolling in. My wife's like, oh, you can't go fishing. It's going to, you know, be a tornado out On there. On the drive here, I was running away from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw it coming, and I was like, ooh, that looks bad. And I looked at my, um, like, weather app, and it was saying it was going to start raining at 8.30, and it was, like, 7.40, and I was like, ooh. So maybe we can fish for, like, 30 minutes a night. Derek's like, oh, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. And then next thing I know, I looked back at my weather app, and it pushed it back up. It was, like, 8.10. It was going to storm. So you, like, peeled out in my driveway. Oh, man. And uh, I was like, just grab one rod, throw it in the car. So he's, like, finagled around, (laughs) dropping his rods, hooking himself. And the good thing is we got it on camera, so... Yeah, it's going to make for a great uh, Hoosier State fishing uh, Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, definitely tune in. So we, like, ran over there real quick and got out of the car, and uh, we caught some fish. We did. So, First yeah. cast, dude. Yeah. First cast. Yeah, I told Derek, I was like, dude, just be prepared. Make sure your camera's rolling. <laughs> dude, he throws down this first bank <laughs> right as we pull up. And he's like, oh, I got one. <laughs> and it was chaos, it dude, because was- the wind was whipping. There was lightning in the background. You know, it wasn't raining at that point, but it started pretty soon after we got there. They were all decent fish, too. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I caught two. I, I just brought a topwater lure. They weren't really smashing that like I'd hoped. But That wind um, was unreal, man. I mean, yeah, it was hard. It was white capping on that little pond. Yeah, you had to, you had to kind of like angle your cast to compensate for the wind. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they uh, we ended up catching a few, and uh, yeah, it was it was worth it. Oh, totally, I yeah, appreciate it, man. It's totally worth it. It's a blast. So, but yeah, so um, so what you been up to lately, man? 
Not really anything, dude. I uh, haven't really been fishing at all. I've been editing videos a lot, and uh, that's about it. So that last video, um, when when were you actually fishing? That was uh, the ninth. Okay. Okay. So yeah. on Big Walnut. Yep. On Big Walnut. Yeah. Is that what you asked or when? Where? When? Okay. No, yeah, I said yeah. when. Okay. You mentioned Big Walnut during the video, so yeah. Um, so I saw at the very end of that. By the way, yeah, this Friday. is what I was going to tell you. Um, and I didn't want to talk about it until the podcast started, okay. but, yeah, yeah. uh, your, your channel is going, gone next level, dude. I don't know about next level. No, it's gone next level. Like I saw, I got a notification that you got a video up and I was like really looking forward to really? watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I so I was like, it. I was actually kind of like Whatever, bummed man. out after it was over. I was like, man, I wish this was a lot longer. <laughs> um, but dude, your, your videos are getting extremely, not just you know, it's just the way you put everything together. It's really entertaining. It's well done. It's tastefully done. I mean, I, it's not. It's just good entertainment. I'm flattered. It's great. Man. It's great stuff, dude. I'm cheesing over here, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I really no, do. I really. I, and I wouldn't say that just because you're my friend. I'm. I'm genuinely saying that. And you know, it's like YouTube's one of those things that, you know, for whatever reason, some dudes like blow up. You know, like oh, yeah. overnight, they yeah. put out some dumb, you know, clickbait, you know, video that goes viral. <laughs> Next thing you know, they got ten thousand subscribers overnight, and uh, yeah. it's a shame that your your channel only has like, you know, I don't know what you have. I just it's not enough. Yeah, no, I know it's hard though. That's uh, yeah. for some reason it's so hard. Yeah, I don't know why. It, it's I, not as easy as like Instagram or something like that. I think over time, you you will grow. So. I think so. If I keep at it, I've got to be consistent, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, yeah, if you keep putting out content, I remember, um, I wonder what his sub count is right now, but that indie yak angler, Matt Nelson. I think he's like, at, like 80. 80,000? 80, I want to say so. See, yeah. he was at, um, Let's take a look. he yeah. was like 1,500, 2,000 for a long time when I was when I was watching Back in the videos. day? And yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even know about him until you told me about him. Yeah, and... He was, it wasn't even that long ago. It was like a year ago. He was like at 10,000. I'm sorry. He's at 41,000. Yeah. So he's quadrupled in the last yeah. like year. So, and his videos haven't changed. You know, I think the one that he put out recently probably got him some notoriety, that Chewbacca one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. Did you see he collaborated with another guy too? Uh-uh. Uh, what was his, what's his name? Oh man. I, I'm subscribed to him, but I can't remember. Is he one of the Guggen No, people? no, no. He's a, uh, uh, uh um, Tyler's real. Okay. Tyler's real fishing. Uh, yeah. I don't honestly am not a big YouTube guy. Like I don't sit around and watch videos all yeah. the time. I enjoy uh, his channel. I enjoy. Um, I and then you know, honestly, I don't watch a lot of stuff. Kind of like in the same vein as you and him, more like first person fishing. I usually will watch more like tactical bass and types. Yeah. Stuff. Where it's like showing you different techniques and how... I love those guys, man. Yeah, because it's really educational. Yeah. I mean, I don't say I don't necessarily deploy everything that, you know, they talk about. Yeah. But it's just interesting to see. And those guys aren't really smallmouth guys. Nope. But they they will break down a sub, you know, category of a technique really well. And they yeah. go through different pros and cons of things and equipment you should use and stuff. And it, yep. It gives you ideas. That's, I don't. It might that might have been where I got that fluke idea, where the Which for the little screw eye oh. thing. So really, yeah, 
It might have been. I Those don't guys know if it's great, from them man. or not. But, but yeah, dude, props to you, man. You appreciate it, dude. Yeah, you're really doing a good job with that. And it's I know a it's a it's a thankless job because it's like, you know, you're not making any money. No. And, you know, it's just like this podcast. We're just doing it because we enjoy it, you know. You got to have something, dude. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, and, you know, you never know. It might turn into something one day where it's, you know, gives you access to whatever it might be, you know, just gives you, um, you know, you meet people through it, yeah. get some notoriety and maybe you make a little money eventually, but it's just fun, man. It's, it is work, you yep. know, it, it does take some work. Yep. Um, a lot of sleepless nights, man. Those bit, that editing stuff, it doesn't come yeah. easy, man, at all. Well, that's one reason why I never got into the YouTube thing, just because I was not, uh, willing to put, the time it took and really it's not as much the time as just like learning how to do oh, it because i've seen you go from you know your stuff's gotten better and better and i'm sure it's just from you know getting better and better at actually editing the videos yep you just gotta learn yeah you gotta learn it and it just once the more and more you're into it the more and more the easier it gets but um i remember the first time that i got premiere pro is that I, what you use yes i opened that program it's adobe premiere pro and i opened it up and i was like oh my god what am I looking at? Yeah, it's wild. Oh, like this right here. Yeah. I mean, it's almost similar. Yeah. yeah, this is Adobe Audition, so yeah. it's same same concept. But yeah, yeah, meeting people, dude. I met um, recently here within the last couple months. There's a guy. He's up in Michigan. His name's or his he goes by Online Outdoorsman. Okay. And he's got a channel, and it's just cool to be able to you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's really an outlet, man. It's a way yeah. to like share your experiences and get. It's almost like you know. Sometimes I didn't. I guess didn't really get certain people's like hobbies, like people that are into art, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I want to sit down and draw and I guess it's cool, but it's kind of it's in the same vein, right? You do something and you kind of step back and look at it and be like, Hey, I made that. You yeah, know? Dude. Mm-hmm. And what I always think about with this podcast and God help me if my kids ever become subscribers, but um, <laughs> I will say this. They will, when they get older and they're old enough to appreciate this, they can go back and listen to that. And it's their dad like created something, yeah, dude. you know, yeah. it, it's kind of leaving your mark a little bit, yep. you know? So that's, that's totally. one thing I think about with that. It's, but. it's almost like, uh, you know, they're the, I think kind of handwritten journals aren't so popular anymore. So we've got podcasts, we've got, well, that's why media. I, st- I started the blog at first and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the thing about the blog, just people that medium of um entertainment just people don't people don't like to read as much it doesn't seem like they do so yeah there's some people that appreciate it but yeah definitely the podcast is easier to digest because you can do it while you're driving or whatever you don't have to take time out of your day to specifically do that it's like a passive Mm -hmm. you know way to do it and you know youtube's Mm -hmm. like you just something you do while you're kind of looking on your phone or whatever so yeah man um well so you um, have you fished anywhere besides Big Walnut recently? Uh, I took my kids to the park. There's a little park there in Avon, <clears throat> and I fish a little bit there. I'm, I try to any time that I go somewhere like that, I try to bring them along and try to let them interact a little bit. They're not really that interested yet, um, mm-hmm. but just bank fishing here and there. Do you go to Big Walnut with them? Um, I have. I went. Um, I've taken. I've, I took them wading a couple times. Let them play in the creek, and you know, right? Not recently. Yeah, my kids have been out a handful of times with me this year. We, um, 
I don't remember since the last episode. We probably didn't talk about it because it was that on the water episode. But I went camping, took the kids, and actually uh, my oldest daughter um, legit like learned how to kayak. Oh yeah, you told me she was paddling around and stuff by Dude. herself. Yeah, I was super proud. That's wild. Um, yeah, I brought a little uh, Wilderness Systems kayak that I I have. It's a little sit-in. It's a Pungo 100. Oh yeah, okay. A 105 and. Um, I took it and the kids like were like, "Hey, Dad, get the you know get the kayak," and you got them out there and they started paddling around. I was like, "Geez, I like she can actually you know I like was kind of showing her how to do it." But by the you know end of the camping trip, they had done that for hours, like just paddled up and paddled down and paddled up. And there was a little rapid, yeah. um, kind of underneath the campground. And I finally got she got confident enough. She's like, "Dad, can I go through that rapid?" <laughs> and I was like, "Sure." She go didn't pull ahead. Derek. She didn't pull no, Derek. <laughs> no. She was able, and it was actually pretty gnarly. It wasn't like super fast or anything, yeah. but there was like exposed rock, and you kind of had to paddle around them as you're, you know, going through the current. And she got, I mean, eight years old, she got good enough to go through that. I was pretty impressed. Same, same age as my son, pretty much. Um, yeah, I didn't think she was like big enough and strong enough to do it, but yeah, she. Uh, so you got that little pungo? I didn't know that you got it already. Yeah, that's the, awesome. The pungo, pungo, pungo. How do you say it? <laughs> I, I I call it a pungo, but pungo. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but it's gonna be my little creek boat. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, now I'll probably let June use it. Yeah. You know, whenever Perfect. she wants. So now we'll that you go. know she can handle yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. That's really cool. Um. Yeah. Most recently, I have been. So we have this big tournament coming up. Um, yes. A week from yesterday, so we have the annual indiana kayak anglers white river event uh which is also simultaneously taking place as the hobie bass open series um satellite event so it's really two tournaments which is going to be interesting the biggest thing is the second tournament is a bigger entry fee and the payouts you know going to be double basically um and it's bringing a lot of interest from people who are kind of outside of Indiana. So I don't know there. I think typically there's about 60, 70 ish people that fish that yes. tournament. The, um, the white, the white river okay. one. So I would guess it's, we're probably going to have 15, 20 people extra. So they're probably going to be like 70 to 90, um, you know, people fishing it, which is a lot, Yeah. but they did expand the boundaries <laughs> So there's that. So people can fish more water. That'll help. Yeah. So I the last the last like couple weeks I've been I've gone out I think three or four times, really just trying to test out certain stretches. Not so much pattern the fish. I mean I am a little bit, but I'm like testing out different stretches that I um, <clears throat> potentially want to fish and just kind of seeing how they fish, you know, the average size of the fish that's in there and all that stuff. So yeah. had some, had one really good day, like really good. Like, yeah. And I just fished in the evening. I fished from like four o'clock to dark. Um, and then I had a couple just okay days. And then uh, I think one kind of crappy day, but um I haven't fished like a whole day. I, now, leading up to the tournament, I'm, we were talking about it earlier, but I'm going to go out and uh, I'm taking two days off work this week and I'm going to really spend some time testing out, you know, the the actual time frame that the tournament's in. And really, this is where right. kind of leading up to the tournament, 
I try to dial the fish in and kind of pattern them and see what they're doing. Um, the storm that just rolled through will probably muddy up the river some. It wasn't a big storm, but it was pretty severe. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I actually don't mind with it being muddy because when it's muddy, it usually fishes well for me. Yeah. My style of fishing, I'm a power fisherman. Right. So we'll do you, see. Do you feel like you've gotten a good, <clears throat> the couple times that you've been out, you feel like you got a good idea of what, you know, what kind of bite they're on? So the the day that I had that was really, really good, yeah. it was when it was like peak clearness. Okay. Like it was super clear. For the White River. Yeah. And dude, they were loving that fluke. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. They were killing it. Um, which now I went out last week and the river had clouded up some. Yeah. So it rained a couple times. They didn't want the fluke. Uh, sorry. I did catch some on a fluke, but it was that was the worst day. I still caught, um, I think my best five went like 78 inches, 79 inches. So it wasn't like terrible. No, not at all. But it wasn't near as good as what I would expect. And I only fished for like three hours. Yeah, so, right. You know, but I caught, you know, only caught 10 fish. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, or 10, 12 fish, something it's like that. It's not terrible. Yeah, it was just kind of like, yeah, right. uh, that's not very encouraging. But I wasn't prepared for it to be that cloudy. When I got there, my mindset just wasn't, you know, I was like, oh, I didn't realize this is going to be cloudy. It was like maybe like, I don't know, two, two and a half foot of visibility. So yeah. it wasn't crazy. But the time when I did well, it was like as clear as White River gets. Yeah, right. So it's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope to be so. able to, uh, I got to. I gotta you do some talking are, with the wife, and dude, you're gonna fish it. You know you're gonna fish it, because I know you how much you love tournaments. I do, I do really like them, man. I, dude, your tournament videos are friggin' awesome. I don't, I don't think so, man. I'm glad dude, you think so, but I, I loved dude. that last tournament video. The tippy. Yes, yeah. I loved it. It sucks that you didn't get that 20 incher on camera. Oh, dude. Because the way well, you it described that, it. Oh my god, it was terrible. Yeah, and didn't I? Didn't you attribute that to you me did, giving okay, you so a check leader? It out. Yeah. So here's here's the story. So the night before we set up camp, okay, we we hammock and tent camped or whatever in a little camping uh, ground, a campground, so that we could get up early, be there, get on the water real real early and stuff. But anyway, we were getting everything prepared for the for the tournament. And I was tying a new leader on, and we were we were talking about leader material and what sizes and all that stuff. And I use a t- I usually use a, a ten pound fluorocarbon leader for my finesse setup. <clears throat> and Josh is like, dude, he's like, I think it was the brand. Where do you like tie just... the knot and you pulled on it? And it I t- I tied the knot. I do I do an Alberto knot. Okay. And you came by and you were like, and, oh, because it was the, the Avid X, the, the those guides. Yeah. They don't yeah. like a leader knot very well. So he grabs it and he's like, let me show you this. And he pulls on it and it snaps right at the knot. I mean, but to be honest, <laughs> you're a pretty pretty big dude. He pulled pretty t- pretty hard. But he tied on a 12-pound leader for me. Or he gave me some leader. I don't know how that went. But well, anyway. The big thing was the type of fluorocarbon i have some of that fc sniper like 30 dollar a freaking 50 Dude. yard roll or whatever the hell well, it is. it's yeah it's not cheap <laughs> no. but but you if you're only using it for leader material it's right. not really that big a deal yeah you know you it lasts a whole season so i buy this year i bought a 12 pound 
spool and a 16 pound spool. So 12 pound for my spinning setups, 16 pound for my bait casting setups. Yeah. And you know, I won't buy any more until next, until the winter time. Well, so, so I mean, I'm, I'm glad that he tied the 12 pound leader on because that 20 and it was a 20 and a quarter. So it was my, it's my personal best of course, but that fight was just absolutely ridiculous, Congrats man. Congrats on that, dude. Dude, thank you so much, man. That was I was shaking, but that fish got me wrapped around my anchor twice. The anchor rope, and it's a, I use five fifty cord for my anchor rope. And <laughs> at one point in time, I said to myself, "This fish is gone. There's no way this fish is still here." Because I and I I'm up, so I'm up on my knees on the front of my kayak, and luckily it's wide enough to support my weight and you know the stick yeah. stability and stuff. So I'm up on my knees trying to get this thing. So I ended up pulling my anchor up out of the water completely. What? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Pulled the anchor completely out of the water, put it in my kayak. The fish is gone in my mind. All of a sudden, I hear a, like a splash behind me, behind my kayak. And I kind of look at the same time it happens, and I see this huge splash behind my... So I'm like, the fish is still on. So I get the, <laughs> I get the, I get the anchor up into my kayak, and at the same time as I'm pulling it up, and it's pulling slack, so it's pulling the fish towards my hand. So I reach my hole up to my shoulder, and taco grip this big ass smallie <laughs> on the belly and lift it up into my kayak and somehow managed to get that fish in but i Dude, attribute that to that 12 pound leader i mean how <laughs> it cut it almost cut my anchor rope in half the tension yes yeah it's some good line A good huh? line dude yeah it's like some that's like that rapunzel line or whatever dude, i don't even know yeah it's good stuff yeah. man I've, I've tried different lines like fluorocarbon for guys out there that are listening that you know are like you know, I'm looking for a good fluorocarbon. So I've tried everything. Cheap crap, you know, started out a long time ago. I was like, oh, I'll use this Berkeley Vanish. Oh, it's terrible. Seagar uh, Red Label, <laughs> terrible. Um, That's what I have. Seagar, yeah, Red Label, dude. The 10-pound stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I've just had too many heartbreakers on it. The Seagar Invisix wasn't bad. What about the Abrasics? Is that what you're... I haven't used Abrasics. Okay. okay. I've used the Invisics, um, and it was okay. But I still, like... See, the big thing with fluorocarbon is not strength. Yeah. And that's, like, the weak point of fluorocarbon. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever you tie that knot... You gotta have it wet. Yeah, you gotta have it wet. But even if you have it wet, it still loses some of its tensile strength when you tie that knot. And that Invisics was respectable but i was like there's got to be a better solution out here so i did some research over the winter time and i kept coming across this uh, fc sniper um sunline sunline fc sniper and uh honey creek has it yep i was in there and they had it and i was like selection yeah i was like dude i'm just gonna get a spool this and dude i have it has for sure been the best by far so if you're out there looking for a good fluorocarbon it is a little bit pricey. It's not like as pricey as like that Tatsu stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. But it is, it's really good. And it's, like I said, if you're using it for leaders, I mean, it's a 200 yard spool for, I think it's like, it was like 27 bucks or something. That's I mean, not, yeah, that's no, not bad. That's not bad. Especially like you said, if you're using it for leader material, you're not yeah, spooling a whole reel. Exactly. Like I'm <clears throat> doing like seven foot leaders. And, what are you using? You know, what are you throwing? What kind of baits are you throwing for that 16 pound? So the 16 pound is if I'm using a bait caster and it really just depends on the situation. So 
I throw, here's my rods, this is what I throw. My heavy bait caster, mm-hmm. like medium heavy, it's the heaviest rod that I use. Um, I have just, I think it's 50 pound Power Pro on there. Just oh, okay. Regular Power Pro. Yep. I don't think I've ever run a leader on that because, you know, the kind of baits I throw on there are big spinner baits, yeah. chatter baits, <clears throat> top water. There's really nothing that is the line, you know, it's either going to be muddy conditions or it's going to be like top water. So yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about that. Now, my crankbait rod, I throw straight mono because um, I want that stretchiness. Yep, right. Right. So the only bait caster I really throw um, anything on is my medium uh, action Avidex and medium fast. And, you know, every once in a while I'll throw like, I'm trying to think here. Uh, I'll throw a fluke on that occasionally. Um, sometimes it's out of necessity whenever my yeah. spinning crap's messing up. Um Trying to think, like a little spinner bait, like a I'll I'll throw that fluoro on that. Okay. Just really anything that I'm throwing on that in clear conditions, other than top water, which isn't a ton of baits, but it yeah. does happen occasionally. Yeah. So like a swim bait, I would throw fluoro on a swim bait. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. I actually stopped. I stopped. I was for a long time. I was using a fluorocarbon leader for like my swim bait setup, but then I just started. I think you just got me into just throwing braid, and I yeah. haven't noticed a huge difference at all. Yeah, but we're in Indiana though, so it would be it would be interesting. I actually had this argument with somebody, um, not an argument, but just you know, like I was kind of pushing back on it. Yeah, and he was kind of advocating what you're saying. Um, it's like, well, you know, you don't need, uh, you don't need fluorocarbon. It's it's just it's just not necessary. And here's kind of my take on it. I don't think it's necessary a lot of times. Yeah. But I think there are times when fish are line shy. Definitely. And that, you know, when it's like super clear and the fish are just in a funky mood, I Mm -hmm. think they can get line shy. And um, so just to be, you know, more safe than sorry, I'd rather, it's not hurting anything if you do it right. Um, If you have a good leader material, good knot. It definitely adds an extra element of failure, you know, yeah. and there are possibility of failure. Um, what I would like to do, actually, that might be a good, um, really good video for you, is do a test. Wait till the water, like this fall, when it gets like Super crystal clear, yeah. go out and have, you know, either one guy throwing braid, straight braid, one guy <clears throat> throwing fluoro, um, and see, how, you know, if there's any difference yeah. or you throw braid half fluoro half and just tally up how many fish you're catching and see if it like makes a difference yeah it makes a difference Mm -hmm. because i do so i will say this like um that's another thing which i i guess i throw a cinco on a um spinning reel but yeah it's like real clear and you're like a fluke I always want to have fluoro on that because it's just the fish stare at those mm-hmm. things for a lot of time. They'll, you know, that thing's free, just kind of slowly yeah. sinking. And those fish, a lot of times they'll come up to it and look and look and look and then, you know, right. slurp it up. Same thing if you're fishing on bottom or mm-hmm. something. I, I think something, that's when it yeah. matters the most. Yep. So something you're going to let sit like a Ned right. rig or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Which, did you see that? I don't want to keep giving this guy free publicity, but... Um, so, the uh, Indie Yak Angler, that la- latest video he had, did you see that? I think it was the last fish he caught, or last big fish he caught. Um, there was a... Uh, um, he was throwing that whopper plopper and uh-huh. that fish came up and like tagged it. Yes. And then he like, he, he stopped. Yeah. It. He stopped it and he was kind of just zip, zip, I love zip. It. and you could see that like it was following him, uh-huh. following he, his bait. He, he, I think the fish at, like one, twice at least turned on it, like to go away. Yeah. Like, he would twitch it and it would just get his attention. Yeah. And then it came up and just <clears throat> boom. Love it. dude. Oh, yeah. God, that dude's freaking rivers are just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm honestly, you know, really annoyed. Whatever. Whatever, Whatever Matt. That. Yeah, because it's like, dude, this guy is like, every time he goes out, he's just killing it. He said, as a matter of fact, I commented on his video. It, at one at one point in that latest video, his Whopper Plopper video, he said, he's just a small one or something like that. It was like, it was at least over 17 inches. <laughs> I said, small. Come to my channel if you want to see small fish, Matt. Yeah. It cracks me up. Dude. I mean. Small. Yeah, that dude. <laughs> I did see the one that he said it was a little guy, and I was like, dude, that's not a little. little. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was probably at least 17. Oh, dude. Like, probably bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And fat. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, well, uh, yeah, so other, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out this week and doing some practicing. Uh, maybe you can go with me one. We'll see. Well, I'm going to try to find out. Take off Friday. Take off Friday. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> I'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, um, I'm trying to think what else got going on. So I'm going to try to get, uh, AJ, I'm going to butcher his last name. Is it McWhorter? McWhorter? Or is it? McWhorter. It's the ER. I'm trying to get him in for an interview and maybe splice it into this episode. Kind of like, you know, just talk to him about what the Hobie Bass Open Series is all about. And if you, if you win this tournament you qualify for the tournament of champions oh cool which is like i think it's on lake gunnersville in november yeah um which i would actually i would go fish that. that's awesome it'd be it'd be pretty cool really yeah oh, i would go fish that stepping so. out of your well you've you've got a history with lakes and stuff like that i know but yeah i mean i think honestly i was watching guys fish gunnersville gunnersville and there's some rivers that flow into really it. yeah that's probably what i would do mm-hmm. i'd probably go f- Try to catch some smallmouth. Yeah. So probably Have fun wouldn't win it. it, but you know, it'd be a yeah. blast. I mean, honestly, dude, fishing's fishing. I mean, it it definitely is different on a lake, but you know, if you can catch smallmouth in a river, like you can catch largemouth in a lake. Certain lakes oh, fish yeah. super tough, and you have to, you know, I think November there will be like this fish will be shallow because this most recent tournament they were deep like offshore structure and you're using electronics and stuff. And that's where I would really? be at a big disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I do have a fish finder that I can put on the kayak, but um, I'm just not great at reading all that stuff and finding offshore structure in that. But um, yeah. yeah, if they're up shallow, dude, and they're on like a, you know, like a fluke or something, dude, you know, I yeah. catch, I catch large. Amount. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm trying to let me see here. See if we have any more reviews. Um, do you have any any uh, any other things you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, you're putting me on the spot here, bud. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, I don't oh, you think have so. you have any? You bought 
have you bought anything recently? I'm trying to think. Um, no, I haven't. I definitely have not been fishing as much as I would, you know, like. I mean, yeah, I haven't been on my kayak in quite quite some time, which is upsetting. Got to get out there and I represent know, that native pro staff, dude. I know, dude. Come on now. So let me ask you this: I did see the your most recent video about those Guggen Natalin, Natalin Reds, Natalin <laughs> Neds. Uh, so what do you? What did you? Honest opinion. What did you think? I think that uh, they are lacking in the durability department. Yeah. I And I don't want to... That whole video, I, that's all I used was their bait. Right. And I do 100% believe that Z-Man, their, their TUR, their TRD, uh, sets the standard. Yeah. And so that's a huge... They've got huge... You know, those are big shoes to fill. Yeah. But... I also, in my video, I said that I like having options, and I think that that rattle chamber is really cool. Yeah, and it's different. I mean, it's like, you know, in the in lures, like in the lure market, fishing lures, bass lures specifically, it's like there's yeah. only so many things you can do. Right. You know, and doing little things like that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think Guggen, the, that kind of brand gets a bad rap a little bit with the older crowd because they're like, you know, yeah, yeah. eye roll. Right. Oh, come on, dude. It's like these YouTube guys that are making these baits old john b is out there but dude how cool is that that most of those guys with the exception of i think lunkers tv he's kind of close to our age he's i think he's like 29 or something and then lake fork guy he's 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 our age yeah, yeah yeah i mean but those dudes started back in like when they were especially john b and flair and the ap bassin kid they're all they were they're still kids to us but they were right. kids right and they've come so far they've put so much hard work in now they've got their own freaking you know i just think it's awesome i man. think it's cool it is yeah i don't i don't have a problem with it that's what i was going to say like they get it kind of a bad rap yeah but uh, i can't say that i'm going to buy any well <laughs> yeah, so i will say this about all the stuff in your video you did an excellent um you even took a you know little, uh, <laughs> little was it scalpel? Yeah, yeah, but what do they call that? Like a needle blade, or I can't remember. Oh yeah, it's uh, exacto, exacto mm-hmm. blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you cut that thing open. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Well, by the way. dude, um, another thing, like I got into the thing about the 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 rattle and Ned not not floating. It's not buoyant. You right. know, it doesn't float right. on end. Which, and I even I said in my video that I don't know that, you know, I've, I've gone as far as running, I've run out of Z-Man turds, right? So I'll uh-huh. take a stick bait and cut it down to two and three quarter, three inches, whatever, and use that. And it doesn't make a big difference. Really? You don't think so? I don't think so. Clear water, I do think it does make a difference. Yeah. But when you've got murky kind of stained water, I don't think they're... Well, because that was, um, that, so that's my biggest, the durability thing mm-hmm. I get, but... I don't expect stuff to last a long time. Like, you know, I go through, I easily go through two bags of flukes when I go out. Yeah, like, just yeah. like, it's part of it, right? Yeah, right. Um, so I'm not much worried about that. It's just for me that the the fact that that, um, what is the Elastec yeah. stuff? Yes. Floats. Right. I do think it makes a big difference because if you look at them in the water, that's the thing I wish you would have done on that video. Underwater footage. Yeah, in like a little like tank, you know, just like show the different, like show the TRD, mm-hmm. how it moves, then show that. And I think what you'd see is like that thing would hit and fall yeah. and it would sit there while the TRD, if you just let it sit, it's just going to sit there and kind of quiver. Right. You know, and I do think that 
you know, at times, like you were saying, makes a big Especially difference. in clear, when you're letting it right. sit there and the fish are finicky and they go up and they nose it and they look at it, they study it. Dude. You can even see their eyes moving, the fish. Well, I can tell you this. In the wintertime, when they're oh, super lethargic, I fish in Nedrig quite a bit. Yep. And Same I way. have sat there and watched a fish go up to it and st- like nose up to 100%. it and stare at it for like 30 seconds. Yes. And I just sit, sit there and that, that TRD is just, you know, it kind of has that little, yeah, it's got that little, little vibration, yep. you know, and I can, you know, just almost just barely move my wrist and that thing just kind of quivers mm-hmm. and dude, they'll just really slow, just go down, yep. you know, which I think of something which just laying flat on the ground. It just right. wouldn't look near as I appetizing. Agree. I to agree. Them. Yep. So, but you know, that you know, like I said, props to those guys for making you know not just slapping their label on some other thing and being yeah. like, oh, there's nothing different about it, but people right. are gonna buy it because you know it's this popular group of fishermen or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll you know maybe I'll try them. I don't know. Yeah, have well, a hard got... time not throwing a fluke. That was cool how you rigged yeah, that man, wait list. That was sick. See, I was like thinking in myself though i was like oh man how's he thrown that very far because that's like a light i was using my medium light man it was yeah. no problem yeah just like a fluke it is like a tiny little fluke mm-hmm. yeah. and that little rattle in there and then that that semi trans set semi whatever you call it translucent man, yeah that was fun yeah you're killing them on that, that. so of course my camera died but that's whatever yeah well you gotta it you did fun. catch a, a couple nice ones there at the end though mm-hmm. yeah so, made the yeah. day worth it yeah, that was cool, man. Absolutely. Um, so I did. I did have a couple ideas for your channel. Yeah. Um, what do you, What do you think about those? As far as like maybe, what do you mean? Well, when I was talking your, about like the the competition type. Yeah. Thing? Oh yeah. I mean, wouldn't totally. that be really fun? Absolutely. I don't. I mean, there's probably guys out there have done that. Oh yeah. Um, but well, we were talking about the roulette thing. Yeah. Like bait you, roulette. Yeah. If you just did something kind of unique like that. And, uh, yeah, I think it would be cool. But what, what was one of the ones that you were saying the other day, you were saying like, it would be cool. Where were we at even? I don't even remember when that was. We were talking about it. I think we were texting about it. Yeah, you might've, yeah. But I think you said something about like, you know, which I think the way we'd have to do it is you'd have to have a GoPro, of course. I have one. Yeah. Uh, I just have an older one. I want to get it. Is that the seven you have? I have the five black. You could probably get that a lot cheaper. I like your videos. I don't, it, do, so does yours have a case on it? Or it's, is it it's already waterproof out of the box. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's what I'd probably get. Mm-hmm. Like you could probably get a 5 a lot cheaper. I want to get a 7. That built-in stability. Maybe I'll just buy your 5 off of oh, you. Dude. I, I need, and I need, you get a 7. I need to get two cameras, though. Yeah. That yeah. seems to be the standard for kayak fishers. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know one thing I liked uh, back in the day, and you probably have never watched them? But you know Drew Gregory, yes, the guy that ran River Bassin. So he, before he had his Hooked on Wild Water show and all yeah. that, he used to do these um, videos on YouTube, and I thought it was the most clever thing. <laughs> but have you seen it? This was before Hooked on Wild Waters. Yeah, okay. I mean, this was like Way... eight or nine years ago. Um, and he's sponsored. By, he's on GoPros. Like he's like sponsored by GoPro. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He's on their like you know marketing staff or whatever. He's on everybody's marketing staff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He got in that game before. Oh, you know, Before a lot of people did. Yeah. But um, he did this one. It was called Mini GoPros One Fish, and all he did was he had like 
uh, he had like six or seven GoPros set up on his kayak, and he would just catch one fish, like a nice one. He he would, yeah, yeah. And then he would show all these different angles of him catching the fish, and it was really cool. That's badass. Dude. It was really cool, but it was only short. It was like a five minute video, and then it was done. Man, that's awesome. That's a great idea. Not even five minutes, like a two minute video. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a cool. Um, you were on to something with the lunch break fishing. I think that was pretty neat. I could probably, I've been thinking about trying to bring it back. Well, and that's <clears> one <throat> thing, if I could encourage you anything with your channel, not that I don't want to tell you what to do, but. No, I'm down for. So if you theme what you're doing a little more. So the Guggen one was a really good idea because it's like you went out there to test something. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But it, I think you did this one time and I remember but if you have like a time limit mm -hmm. and you have a goal, so you want to catch 10 fish in an hour, yeah, like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And, and go out there <clears throat> and like, that's like, it gives some suspense mm -hmm. for their, you know, walk, yeah. you know, the viewers like, Oh yeah. You know, is he going to do it? Are you going to catch it? You know? I, and I used to do that. I'm on like the lunch break thing too. Like, could I just, I, mean, I just want to catch right. one, you know, just, I only had an hour. That's what right. I liked about those. It was kind of like, you know, it was kind of like, Oh man, he's like he has the hurry. <laughs> Just like tonight, we were hurrying, oh. not get struck by lightning. So I can't believe I didn't get fired. To be honest with you, from that job, dude, <laughs> I was late so many times back to work, dude. Oh, <laughs> for good reason. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Totally worth it. Yeah, I didn't get fired, so whatever. Yeah. Well, man. Um, so the next episode we do will probably be post tournament. So. Okay. What's your uh, prediction for how much it's going to take to win this? Five Inches, fish. Five fish limit. Five fish limit. Do you think, can I ask you this? And I'm not, I don't know, man, I'm a kind of a bad person to ask because I really don't have a lot of experience, especially up that way. But aren't there a pretty good largey territory up there too? So won't, there are in the last, you know, I would say three out of the last four years, large amount have won it. However. Yeah. They have outlawed the gravel pits that people have been fishing this year. Really? Yeah. Is that what's all marked out in red? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's going to be a non-starter. And they have been in the past allowable because they're accessible by river. Yeah. So I'd have to look at all of them. I didn't really dive into it because I just oh yeah tired. But it's I don't really moving water. I don't really care that much if people fish them or not. Yeah. But there are some connected gravel pits, and I think some are allowed and some aren't. The ones that are like part of the river, and it's like, you know, there's and they never dry up. I yes. think they're those are allowed. But the ones that people were fishing at some on some of them, they were like, it was kind of suspect. Like there was like, like at certain water levels you couldn't get across. You have to drag across. Right. There would be like a trickle flowing over it and they drag, you know what I mean? Come like, on, dude. so I think they finally this year, they're like, Hey, you know, none of that, right. you know, we're only going for the actual river, Yeah. but they expanded it. You can fish all the way into downtown now, which actually I kind of just, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm not going to mention it on the podcast. Okay. Um, but there's a another potential stretch that I used to fish that's actually pretty good. Um, I know. Um, and then, uh, 
they you can go all the way up to Anderson now, which you can never go north of Perkinsville. So that opens up another like 15 miles of river. So, um, so it, it'll be interesting um, to see a how many guys fish it. Yes. So you never got around to it though. What's right. what's your prediction? Oh my gosh, dude! Do you <clears> remember <throat> what won it last year? It was the three fish tournament last was year. Was it three? It was. Uh, it was. Wasn't it? It was. It was high eighty. I just looked it up. I'm gonna tell you what it was. It wasn't it was 80, like 89, 80 wasn't it? inches, dude, for three fish. Or no, was that's it not possible. <laughs> I got like seventy something inches, seventy five. Uh, hang on, we'll, we'll look it up here while we got it. It had to have been, <laughs> right? Was it three fish limit last year? Hang on. Okay, so 2018 IKA event, White River. Adam DeBard won it with fifty five point two five inches. What was I think. <laughs> Uh, I, <laughs> me and Tyler Perdue tied for second with 54.25. So we were, I was less than, uh, less than an inch off of the I wasn't lead. thinking it was three. Well, they catch a oh, no. Kobe out there. I was an inch exactly <laughs> off the lead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, had. I must have been looking at a different where, What place did you get? Uh, you got 40, you had 45 inches. And I got what now? You had 45. That yeah, was you my... had a 17, a 15, <clears throat> and a 13. That was my first tournament ever. That was fun, dude. That was a blast. I remember you called me. Oh, dude. I was really confused because you were like, called me, you were like freaking out. Oh. <laughs> and I thought what you said. I'm an idiot. I thought you lost your token. Oh, yeah. No. And, you know, I never told you this, but when you called me, I was pissed off because I just had a 17 and a half flop off my board. I think you did tell me that. Dude, I was so mad. I might have told you at the time, dude. I was like, I don't give a shit about what Derek's doing. Can I tell I like, them why I called you? Uh, I, well, I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. So I called. You had a, a shitty thing happen to you, and I was calling you about one to vent that I had just caught like a 17 and a half or something, and I failed to measure it. Completely didn't even measure it. <laughs> just let it go. Just fucking just let it go. Just See, whatever. I thought you took the picture without the... You took the picture without the token. I did. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, because you were telling me that, and I was like... I was like, oh, dude, that sucks. He lost his token. And I was saying something like, dude, can you get one in your car? Does anybody else have a spare right. one? So I was confused. And it wasn't that you lost your token. That's right. You just didn't put it in the picture, and you put the fish back which is you know stupid it's yeah but the first tournament though man that's why i you know have those tourney mm-hmm. tags on my board you're never gonna forget it i do now right though. there mm-hmm. unless you just don't get it in the picture yeah but um that that is an underrated uh aspect of kayak tournament fishing because you you catch a big fish dude and it is not over it, it's a whole other Mm-mm. Uh, challenge to get that get that fish. Now I will tell you this: I was watching your tournament video. You the needed, recent one. You need to change. Uh, yeah, you need to change how you measure those fish, I bro. Oh man! You stick that thing on. You can't put that on your lap. I know. It. You can't do it. Who was getting on me about that? Matt Kiefer, I think his name is. Yeah, dude, sorry you if I can't. Him up. You can't. You cannot put that on your yeah. lap, dude. That. I mean, there's no fail safe there. Mm-mm. If they flop, they're in it's the gone. water. It's over. If you put it down in your boat, the best way to do it, honestly, is put it down in your boat, set your hog trough, like, angle-wise. So you have to, you know, your boat's not wide enough. Right. Or mine's not. I don't know if yours is. My boat's not wide enough for my whole hog trough to Uh -uh. sit down in it. So I tilt it. I tilt it up on 
edge, right on the edge of my kayak. Mm-hmm. So it's like facing down in the the fence part. I I put my net on the opposite side and stick it inside my net. Yes. So like the fish can still get away if it like flops off forward and then out of your boat. Right. But like I had uh, a couple of fish this last tournament flop off into my net. So it definitely helps. Yeah. So that is a lot better way to do it. But there's really no foolproof way. I'm actually working on a yeah, foolproof way. You need to get your invention going. That's yeah, what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on a foolproof way to Come do on, it. Come on, guy. Um, I actually thing. might test it out this week if mm. I if I get some time. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, an idea of how I'm going to do it. But um, yeah, that's a you know that's a hard hard thing. But dude, I've lost you know I've lost a ton of fish during tournaments and. A three fish limit tournament, if you lose like a 17, it hurts, but you know that you have a chance to catch another yeah, one. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Dude, if you lose a 17 and you're in a five oh, fish tournament, that's, that hurts, dude. Kick my own dick. Yeah, you have to, yeah, you can't let that happen. Uh-uh. Like, you cannot let that happen. Did you, so what was, what did you say was won it last year? 55 and a quarter oh, with three fish. Okay. So, I'll say five fish. It's five fish this time. Yeah. Gosh, dang, I'm getting so confused. Oh, my gosh, dude. What I, do you think? Know, so, the... I'm, I'm going to say, like... I'm what is the say, tippy tournament? I'll say... Oh, man, dude, I'll be like 90, maybe 92, maybe inches, 93 Ooh, inches. That's a lot. I know, but I just... I feel like some of the guys that... So, that would mean you're basically catching, you know... Three eighteens, mm-hmm. and then a couple nineteens to boot. Nineteen and a quarter. I'm gonna say it's gonna be that's a that's at least ninety. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say. Ninety. Okay, so Jackson won the Tippecanoe tournament with eighty six point seven five inches. So, but there's a lot, and he caught a twenty one. A lot of jimmies in the tippy. He caught. He had a twenty one, a seventeen and a half, a seventeen and a half, seventeen and a quarter, and thirteen and a half. My gosh, that guy. That's a good. That's a good day. It's a solid. That day. guy's got the Lord on his freaking on his side, <laughs> man. For real. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Eighty nine and a quarter. Eighty nine and a quarter. Win. I'm going with ninety. Okay. Eighty nine and a quarter. Um, my goal is to hit ninety. That's what I'm like. I'm gonna be grinding it out for ninety inches. Mm-hmm. I probably won't get it, but I mean, how often do you catch? Five eighteen inches a day. That doesn't happen very often, you at all. Tw- three twenties in one day. <laughs> one trip. <laughs> yeah, um, one. Yeah, one it trip. Was, it was an overnight trip. Okay. Um, and it was in the spring. Um, so realistically, if I get, you got three twenties in one day. Well, it That's was, re- it was two days. It was overnight. Okay. So yeah. Um, <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, so um, if I, let's, let's think about this. I'm going to think. So if, so if you average 17, so here's what I'm going to shoot for. And I think I, I honest to God, think I can do this. So if you do, let's see here, 19, 18. Let's add this up. Okay. This is what I'm going for. Yeah. Plus 17, half plus 17. 18 plus 19. I'm going to go for 87 and a half inches. If I get 87 and a half, mm-hmm. I will be like, 
I fish to my full potential, and if I lose, I lose. Yeah. But 87 and a half is what I'm going to go for. And then you never know what might happen. You know, I mean, it, to think that you're going to catch a 20-inch during a tournament is just naive. Because yeah, that's just luck. Dude, I fish a ton. And I fish mm-hmm. as much as anybody in rivers. And, dude, you get 20 inches or, like, you get, like, a couple a year. And most of the time they're in the spring. You might get one this time of year. Unless but your like, name's Matt Nelson. Yeah. Which we've already talked I'm talking about, that, about in Indiana. Right. Indiana. We're not talking about where that guy fishes. Right. Um, yeah, so, the, I mean, the White River, to think that you're, you know, there will prob- probably be one or two 20 inches caught between yeah. all the people. Mm-hmm. So you think, are you going to be that guy? Probably not. So I, but I don't even care. Now, 19s are a lot easier to be had, and 18s are you can really work for. And then if you're doing a good job, like you're going to get a couple 17s, you can probably round it out. If I round it out with 17s, I could probably get more like 88 inches. But, anyways, we'll see, man. I mean, that's my goal. I mean, I might go out there and get 75 inches. I mean, that just, some days it happens, man. Yeah, some days it happens like that, and, you know, if it's super tough, but yep, we'll see, man. I'm excited. I'm nervous about the tournament because I have expectations for myself yeah. on it. So you should, too. And not only that, but the, the... You should have expectations for yourself, Derek. You know, I'm just going to focus on... This. You fish White River enough that you, you know, you you should, you know... Now, it'd be like, for me, it would be like you fishing a tournament on, like, Big Walnut, you know? Really? Yeah, well, just because I know white yeah. river, like I fished it a ton. Definitely, you know, yeah. I I know the that spots. I know, yep. you know, where the, where the fish should be. So, yeah, oh, I just I'm just gonna try to. You're just a good fisherman, though. You, you're you'll. Uh, dude, whatever. You're gonna man. you're gonna do well. You're gonna do well as long as you don't lose fish. <laughs> as long as you don't let them flop. Almost off choked. Board. That's funny. As long as you don't let them. Get wrapped around your anchor line. I think you'll be okay. Dude, man, filming a freaking tournament is so hard. It is yeah, so hard. It's worth it though, dude. That's like golden. Oh, golden. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, for sure. I like though that you kind of talk to yourself during the tournament. It probably gets you psyched up a little bit. So probably makes people think I'm a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy doing? Yeah, he's talking to himself. Well, dude. Um, honestly, so we have one review to read. I'm gonna oh, read cool. that real quick. Um, so this review, one review, yeah, just since the last time we only have one. Um, so this one is from Z Van Dyke says, these guys get it. Um, five stars, hands down the best central Indiana smallmouth river fishing podcast out there. And it's not even close. <laughs> so obviously we're the only yeah. one, <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, but, uh, yeah, he's, not uh, even close. that's really funny. Um, well, thanks, Z Van Dyke. Would appreciate the review. Uh, please, uh, you guys, Z-Man. you know, get your um, get your five star reviews in. Get some get some free publicity on the podcast. Yeah, we man. Haven't had a lot of reviews lately. We're at eighty right now. Eighty reviews. I'd like to get to hundred. And I tell you what, when we get to hundred, we're going to do a giveaway. So. Dude, how many how many people will follow the podcast? Can you see that? Yeah, it's not as black and white as like a YouTube channel. There's not like a subs. There is. A, they don't give you. Oh, they do give you subscribe things, but I don't. I haven't looked at it in a long I time. I can't even, dude. I can't even because I, I have Google. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm of course I don't have an iPhone, but I can't even Google podcast. You can't. You can't give a rating. You can't comment. You yeah, can't that give sucks. anything. I think Stitcher. You can. 
I had Stitcher for a little bit. Yeah. But, dude, Smalley Talk Podcast on Instagram, at Smalley Talk Podcast. That's on Chris. Facebook. That's Chris. That's Chris, right. He stole the handle. He changed his handle to Smalley Talk Podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that you didn't. Well, you've got your yeah, just know about the bronze. But yeah, I don't, I don't really want to. It's wanna... the same on Facebook, you know, Smalley Talk Podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> and then occasionally I'll do a video that. Yeah, I really do want to get in more of your videos, though. I like that. Yeah. I think that's fun. I agree. Uh, and I want to do, we, we need to do, before the summer's over, a, a, a snorkeling video. How badass yeah. would that be, dude? Yeah. I was just looking it's at snorkeling getting, kits. It's going to, yeah, you could do it now. Yeah. It's getting, uh, going to get it too cold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should get out there and do that. That'd be pretty fun. It would. Um. Yeah, dude, that's all I have, man. I don't have anything. You, you have anything? I really don't. You didn't. You didn't. We didn't go through what's new in your box. Oh yeah. Well, uh, did you? Did I ask you what's new in your box? You, you asked me if I bought anything. Well, okay. We can just go with that. Yeah. I haven't. Um, you know, I've. You know, I'm always buying fishing crap. Oh yeah. Don't tell I my wife. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I ordered some uh, some fluke hooks. Some more of those. Um, Let's see those flick hook, flick hooks. Yeah, flick. I got them. I got some nice ones. The Gamagatsu ones. They're the. Um, uh, uh, oh, more, more. Okay, so. Yeah, so those are the uh, wide finesse, gap wide finesse gap. hook. Oh. Yeah, the Gamagatsu ones are way those sharper. Are super nice, dude. Yeah, they they definitely. There's a the hook operation, and then I got some red ones. I got some red in. Excuse me. Very some nice. Very nice. Those are really nice. Uh, just a good wire diameter too. And then I found these uh, on Amazon. <laughs> They're literally I got like uh, two hundred of them for like six bucks. Oh, those owner ones were like fifty for like fifteen dollars or eight. Are these bucks. just kind of a knockoff? Or? Yeah, and I like them better. Really? The uh, the eye for the where you uh, put your hook through. Yes, it's smaller than the other one, and the reason I like it is because the problem I was having. Here you go. Oh yeah, so what I'm looking at here by the way is these uh the little screw the little screw. screw pins that he screws into the nose of his fluke to hook him, you know. Yeah. Rather than just hook the soft plastic, he hooks the actual uh it's almost it's an eyelet. Yeah. That's what it is. Well the problem I was having is the eyelet of these hooks was small enough to pass through the eyelet of that. Oh really? Yeah, and it was it's hard to push back through. Oh, okay. And these I are smaller, saying. so like yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. I was, I was putting it through it, and you, it, I don't think it'll happen on accident. Like if you push it, like try to push it, like God, the other. That's such one. a great idea, dude. Yeah, it works. Oh. Works well, for sure. Um, oh, I, I will say this: if you're gonna do it, I, I might do a little video on my Instagram or you something should, on it, how to do you it. Really but should. you know, I've noticed that, by the way, not to cut you off, that you that's guys. A, a lot of times talk about, well, we'll put a picture of this and that. And we that. don't. But you don't. You guys <laughs> yeah. got to do that, dude. Yeah, I might put a video of that. Actually, I've been thinking about that, but um, pre-rigging them is the way to do it. Take your oh. whole pack of flukes, put one on each one, because when you're oh, on the yeah. water, it's like you don't want to screw with that. Uh-uh. Or I don't. Especially anyways. for a tournament like you're talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll be, yeah, I'll be locked and loaded for that tournament. Good deal. For sure. But... This is a great idea, man. I love this. But yeah, I got, uh, I don't you know, I probably got a couple other things recently, but I don't really remember. My God, how so. much was this? A whole bag of two hundred. Like huh? Six dollars. Man, that's awesome. I know. Um, but yeah, man, that's all I have. Um, cool. If you don't have anything, I don't, dude. I appreciate you having me over. Oh yeah, there, and I, I, we did announce this on Instagram, but we, uh, Chris and I are going to be going down to Bronze yeah, Fest. That's right. On September seventh, we're going to be recording a live episode of Bronze Fest. So if you are 
Um, you know, thinking about going down there, it's in Missouri. It's it's actually in the exact same place that me and you fished the River Bassin Championship on last year. Um, Waynesville? Yeah, it's at that... Um, Ruby's Landing. Ruby's Landing, mm-hmm. yep. yep. That was an awesome place. Um, so that is going to be a really cool, good time, really cool event. We're going to do a live episode. Those guys, the Ozark Smallmouth Alliance, they are top-notch people. They love smallmouth, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And that's so, where you got free the fighter from, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's their like slogan. Uh, it's gonna be raunchy, so we're gonna do a real raunchy episode. I'm gonna miss out, dude. I'm, <laughs> gonna be there. I'm gonna be. I'm really jealous. Actually, yeah, really. It'll be good times, but but yeah. Well, um, that's all I have, Derek. Thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for driving all the way over here Thank you. to the Smalley Talk Studios. Thank and you, man. Recording an episode and fishing in the raging storm with me oh dude there'll be a video soon that's like uh it's kind of like doing like a blood brothers thing if you fish in like dangerous you know times like that it bonds you you know it's like going to war together you're you yeah know? yeah it's basically, i've done that so yeah, you're absolutely right <laughs> uh, you got something else well no i was just gonna you know we didn't record an outro and i don't even know if you're gonna put this up but um I really didn't record anything. I just, you know, we were kind of just in a hurry. We tried not to get struck by lightning or anything like that. So you want to do it during the podcast? Yeah, I figured we'd maybe do just a little bit of an outro. My, you know, okay. Or I can just add it to my video at least. Yeah. So here yeah. we are in the Small I Talk Podcast Studios. That's right. Um, we just wrapped up an episode. We got done fishing in the storm. We didn't get shocked by lightning, so that's cool. Um, but thanks for hitting the channel up. Subscribe, yeah. like, hit up Small I Talk Podcast. Small I Talk Podcast, right here, baby. Facebook. We're in the studios, man. Facebook, Instagram. You name it. All right, man. Greens, beans, potatoes. <laughs> well, dude, so we got two outros, yeah. and uh, that's all I have. So, man, uh, like I said, thanks again for coming. And uh, until next time, free the fighter. Free the fighter. That's right. Free the fighter. Mm-hmm.